Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We give you all the viral stories that are just about to drop. Just please, oh please, oh please, oh please don't let this flop. If you keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling and you're never gonna stop, then please, oh please, oh please, oh please don't let this flop. From stupid songs and dances, all the cultural advances, we will cover them from bottom to the top. Just please, oh please, oh please, oh please, I promise you'll appease our please, oh please, you please don't let this flop. Hi, I'm EJ Dixon. And I'm Brittany Spanos. Welcome to Don't Let This Flop. A podcast about TikTok and internet culture brought to you by Rolling Stone. We're millennials, talk about teens, but not in a weird way. So Brittany, um, my parents are listening to the podcast (laughs) now, and they have some feedback for us. Would you like to hear it? Yes, I would love to hear their feedback. They think we should see a speech therapist. (laughs) Is it because I say like and um a lot? Yes. I know, I say like it, I'm a lot. <laughs> no, because, but me, I, I say it more, apparently. They were like, you guys, you guys sound like you're 15, and you need, you need to see a speech therapist. And I was like, I mean, that's rude, but Listen, okay, we go off. raised <laughs> on the internet. Um, we can't help it. It's just the way we talk. I, I don't know. I've, I've tried. Are your parents listening to it, too? Um, my mom... Does, does not. <laughs> my mom doesn't <laughs> engage with my stuff anymore. Um, it's just, she did a lot of like, she would read a lot of my articles and then she would like listen to the other podcasts, the Rolling Stone Music Now podcast that I do with Brian Hyatt. And she listened to that sometimes, but like, she doesn't understand. She already doesn't know who the pop stars are. So she's really not willing to learn who the TikTok people are. Yeah. So, My parents made it very clear. They have no idea what we're talking about, except when we talk about Addison Rae, because they both watched Tease All That. <laughs> they both watched Tease All That and loved it. <laughs> they loved it. I'm glad all of us loved it. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it was great. So, yeah. So the, the person that everyone on TikTok is obsessed with this week is um, this woman named Emily Mariko, who is, how would you describe her? So she is basically doing these like food TikToks. A lot of them are kind of meal preppy and a lot with like leftovers. I would say the biggest ones that people love are her sort of making these like really delicious sort of Asian fusion inspired leftover meals that she like puts in the microwave. And it's like leftover salmon with rice that she cooks with ice. And we're going to let Rod explain it a little bit more about why it's so fascinating to watch her cook a plate of leftovers. Okay, so she takes a piece of leftover salmon, puts it on a plate, and she gets in there with a fork, and she just like, flakes it up. She flakes it up and takes a big hunk of leftover rice, everything's leftovers, puts it on top of the salmon, and then this is what blows my mind. I do not understand this. She takes an ice cube, puts it on top of the rice, takes a piece of parchment paper, puts it on top of the ice in the rice, puts it in the microwave, all right? Takes it out of the microwave. Everything's hot, but the ice cube is still there. I don't understand it, but apparently there's some like wiggle technology in the microwave that happens. But she mixes that all together and then she takes a sriracha and a very special mayonnaise that I need to find. And I don't even like mayonnaise, but this looks amazing. Mixes that all together, then cuts up the most perfect avocado because, of course, she's perfect. Puts it on top of everything, takes a piece of seaweed and uses that as a vessel with her chopsticks to grab all that, puts it in her mouth, and it's a spicy salmon roll. 
So do you know how this happens? Like, I, pr- I purposefully didn't look it up. What do you mean? Like, the... The ice cube. The rice? The ice cube, The ice cube, yeah. I have no idea. I literally asked a chef friend yesterday, and she was like, she was like, it's just, she probably doesn't have it on for very long, like, when she reads it. But it's, like, a steaming situation. Like, it's covered. Like, I don't know. I don't know the vibe of it. But it's fascinating. I really want to try it. I just haven't experimented with this yet. But I know that if I tried it, the ice cube would melt, and I'd have, like, watery rice and salmon. It feels like she did that because she knew it would get a lot of attention. I know it doesn't seem like, I I just kind of want to know like what the functional purpose of like cooking salmon with an ice cube is, you know? (laughs) Well, it's technically in the rice, right? Like it's like a steaming, Mm -hmm. it's probably to make it like, you know, like when you reheat rice, like it's kind of gross sometimes to reheat it, but it's like a steaming agent to like, just make it less gross to eat leftover rice, which is fascinating. And, like, the rest of the meal looks so good because she's, like, eating it with, like, seaweed at the end. And there's, like, a weird mayo that she uses. Like, what Rod had explained, I don't even know what the mayo is. But it looks delicious. Um, yeah. I would I would definitely eat the meal. The big flaw for me with it is I just don't have leftover salmon. Salmon's <laughs> expensive. Like, I'm not, like, buying, like, bulk salmon and then making it and then have leftover salmon to therefore make this meal. Yeah, which I think I think plays into Emily's appeal a little bit, the fact that it's so like casually aspirational, which which we'll yeah. talk which we'll talk about. But I mean, this video has 24.2 million views. Everyone who saw it started losing their shit. Her other videos are pulling in views in the high millions range. And it's kind of hard to pinpoint why because it's not like a lot of the food content that tends to go viral on TikTok is like more sticky, like the um, you know, we talked in our first episode about Jason Derulo's Millimeals and uh, you know, these food hacks that might double as fetish videos. Yeah. Um, but these are very like clean and simple and healthy recipes. Like they're not complicated at all. Yeah. And like the kitchen looks like very simple. Like the kitchen itself is like a very nice, like minimalist kitchen and there's like all these like soothing like ASMR type sounds like she's not talking over it she's not playing any music over it like unlike a lot of food videos where there's like a a song playing over it like the soundtrack is just the sound of her cooking so there's something very soothing about those as well but yeah that's you know I think also there's a lot of optimization there like people like meal prepping they like um being able to reuse stuff like I think that the appeal of the types of meals that she's making and she's making things that are very much for a person who is like working five days a week especially from home where they want something simple like it looks like it's easy it looks like attainable it's not super complicated other than the fact of like having a bunch of leftover salmon but like it looks pretty easy to make for anyone yeah, I think that's really attainable is really the key word here. Because even, you know, her self-presentation, she's a very cute girl. Um, and she's very attractive in the way that, like, TikTok influencers, you know, typically are. But she doesn't, I mean, it's very low maintenance. It's no makeup. She wears, like, her uniform is, like, bike shorts and a sweatshirt. Like, she, it's it's a very laid-back, casual aesthetic yeah. Um, unlike a lot of other influencers who seem to, you know, be very put together when they go on camera. And I think a lot of the comments in her comment section are like, oh, you just you seem to have your shit together. Like you just give such confident, competent vibes. Um, yeah. I don't think it's as laid out, like laid back as it appears. I think that it's it's very calculated. 
Um, but it's it's just sort of just like she manages to look like she has her shit together without even trying. Yeah. And she did a Q&A where she explained she started off on YouTube doing lifestyle content. So she kind of has history doing this and then transitioned to that um, in a career in corporate and Facebook which is basically the typical influencer arc. Yeah, that's typically <laughs> how it goes. Like whenever you look up an influencer's backstory, you expect it to be like super interesting, but it's always like, I started out in marketing or I, start, <laughs> I started out in corporate. It's never like I started out in like, <laughs> like it's never like a slumdog millionaire type arc. It's always like, oh, I was just, you know, a marketing influencer and at, at an ad firm in Tribeca or something. And then I decided to start this Instagram account and got 100K followers immediately. <laughs> Which is also like she works in tech, like optimization is so key to all of that. So, of course, she's doing these like very sort of organized types of like she has this very set meal because she's made this meal repeatedly. I've gotten the video. I've gotten variations of the same video from her for like the last like two months where she's done it with like different types of like I've seen her do it with, like tuna and like different like seafood that she's cook this with um it's like a big a big thing so that's not even like the first time that she's done it what do you think about like her staying power because she's she's obviously she's huge right now like she's on mm-hmm. the press as as we're recording this like i feel like she's on the precipice of like completely blowing up and becoming like a tabitha brown type um tabitha brown being like probably the biggest yeah vegan uh cooking influencer on tiktok um she could even be more like a general lifestyle guru, like Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. Like I could sort of see her having that trajectory. But what do you think? Like, like what do you think her trajectory is going to be? I think definitely, especially since that's how she got her start on YouTube. Like, I can't imagine that she wouldn't want to try to find a way to pivot back, especially now that she has this audience here and people super fascinated by literally one meal that she makes. Like, people are so intrigued by it. And I can see her easily, like, getting a bunch of, like, sponsorship deals. Like, maybe she'll do, like, a mayo sponsorship for, like, the mayo that she uses. You know, like, stuff like <laughs> that. But she's definitely going to go back to YouTube or even more TikTok lifestyle content. Do you like her videos? Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff looks pretty good. I mean, it's kind of... Other, if you watch through the other, through the other videos, which I did a little bit yesterday, like... They're, like, pretty basic recipes. Like, everything's pretty simple. And, again, it's a lot of, like, meal prepping. It's a lot of, um, you know, how to, like, utilizing your leftovers. Like, it's not talking at you too much. Like, it's pretty simple. And I am very fascinated by the ice cube hack. Like, I, I don't, again, I don't make enough salmon or rice in my life to, like, have tried the ice cube hack. But I'm, I'm, in, I'm into it. I want to try it. To quote Cardi B... I don't cook and I don't clean. So <laughs> it's, I, I, I don't think that I'm the target audience for her content. She's also like a lot of the stuff that she puts out is like very well edited, like cleaning videos that are very like yeah. satisfying um, for people to watch. They have, they have sort of like an ASMR vibe and like, I, I, it's just not, it's not really my thing, but um, I, I definitely see, the the appeal, especially like with the whole minimalist aesthetic, you know, being so huge right now. She's a very, she's very well put together (laughs) and very well positioned to sort of take over the lifestyle sphere. Yeah. Even though you don't cook, you don't clean, you do have a vegan food influencer that you're obsessed with. No, I don't think you understand. I'm obsessed. And I would love to hear more (laughs) about this food influencer. Dude, I watch her videos every night. 
I watch them every night now. Okay, so um, there's this woman, Katie Lipinski, on TikTok. Um, yeah, she's a vegan. She's a food influencer. And I guess, I mean, if I had to guess, like, the reasons why, the reason why I got served her content on my For You page is because I just became a vegetarian. And yeah. I've started looking for, like, you know, plant-based meal options. Yeah. And, I've, and her recipes are, like, Genuinely, they look good, but yeah. most of her appeal is because this is what her videos sound like. A vegan BLT Caesar salad. To a bowl, add chopped romaine and homemade vegan Caesar dressing. Crispy, smoky tempeh bacon bits. A sprinkle of homemade vegan Parmesan cheese and enjoy. Have you have you watched it, Brittany? Yes, and it was funny because <laughs> I've actually never seen, I've never watched the original videos. Like, I've seen so many people duet in the same way that, like, with the VIP list from last week, I've seen so many people duet and do, like, very dramatic lip syncing to her just, like, phone sex operator narration. <laughs> so it's very fun to actually, like, watch the video and see the recipe instead of just being fascinated by people doing dramatic lip syncs to it. I don't know why she talks like that. It's I, I, you know, like, good for her. <laughs> Some people are, are horny for their vegan salmon fillets, and I'm I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna kink shame her on this show. The two of us, I'm not gonna kink shame. No, her. not not to kink shame. I'm just wondering. It does it does not seem like I've seen her earlier videos and I've seen some of her like and she has videos where she does not talk like this yeah. at all like when she's just like in in front of the camera she's very she's very pretty and she's in front of the camera and she's like you know trying her food like she does not talk like she does yeah. not talk like Delilah of Delilah from Radio Fame that's who it sounds it, like okay yes it sounds like a, it sounds like an amalgam of Delilah like a horny Delilah a horny Delilah yes and like and like um Erotic ASMR, I would say. Yes. Like pumpkin. And I mean, it's a bit. Like, it's what gets you, what gets you attention. Like, it's clearly work. Like, everyone, I feel like, you know, she's like, how do I get more attention on my videos? Let me do, like, a really dramatically sexy narration. And you know what? It works. And the, and the recipes look pretty good. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So I'm, I'm really tired this morning and chugging... And, and just like chugging Hungry Ghost Coffee because last <laughs> night I spent like four hours explaining couch talk to my husband. Couch talk. 
You know what's so funny is that it took me like almost too long to find the original video because my entire <laughs> For You page was just people's reactions to Couch Talk, like just people talking about the video and picking it apart where it took me like, I don't want to say how long it took me to find the original video. Like it was, it was too long. That poor girl just wanted to visit her boyfriend at college and I'm pretty sure she upset the space-time continuum. She opened a fucking wormhole. Like where we were going, like on the fucking timeline of history, we just took a left turn off a cliff. How did you find it? I literally had to, someone was picking apart the original video and I had to like find the like blurry, blurry sort of, you know, the little like label where it's like the original video, you know, and it says the username. Mm -hmm. But like, because they were playing with it so much, like I had to really read it. You were invested from the get go. I was was like, I need to see the original video. Okay. So So, just let's, let's explain. Let's explain um, the video. Okay. So Brittany, explain, explain what couch talk is. What are we talking about here? Um, it was a video posted last month by this girl, Lauren Zaris, who was a student at Rutgers. And for the sake of journalist integrity, we reached out to her. She doesn't want to talk, and that's fine. Um, we're not God or her boss or her father. So <laughs> she's walking into this guy's apartment, and the caption is, surprising my boyfriend at college. Her boyfriend is Robbie, which is, you know, a little bit of, like, a shitty boyfriend name. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Robbie's listening. Um, and he is sitting on the couch with three girls. And, which is very important when you're surprising your boyfriend. Ellie Goulding is playing, which, you know, is always a bad sign. (laughs) And he puts his phone down, also important later, and gives her a hug while his friends laugh awkwardly. Now, of course, you can't, you know, don't really know the context of it, but people are trying to figure out the context. Like, on the surface, it just seems like a very cute video of a girl surprising her boyfriend. It's very, you know, it's a type of, like, very sweet romantic content that goes viral on TikTok all the time. But people have become the goddamn FBI. Like, this is a case for the FBI. They are trying to figure out what's going on. People are picking apart the video. They're, you know, doing their own versions. I saw a couple on their wedding day do, like, a a spoof of it where, like, the wife is walking in and her fiancé husband, whatever, like, is, like, sitting there on a couch with three bridesmaids and they're, like, making fun of it. But it's it's become like the newest true crime saga on TikTok. The conclusion that people have basically drawn from this video, which again is maybe ten seconds long, if that, is that Lauren, your boyfriend's cheating on you, probably with the other girls on the couch, and the evidence that they cite is um, the girl has her thumb on his back. Okay, so right at the pause, you can see a thumb on his back. She comes in, girl scoots, then she scoots again to get further away and her hand comes up. Her hand was on his back. There's also this conspiracy theory about one of the girls having his phone. And yeah. Lauren walks through the door, they slide it to him. There's like a, a moment where his arm, his like right arm hooks under his left arm and like he like grabs a phone from the other girl so people had inferred and assumed that he had been giving his phone to the other girl and also the the logistics of it right like there's like three girls on the couch and there's three guys in the apartment you're in college there's three guys three girls all look heterosexual (laughs) <laughs> that the idea is that there's a pairing off happening. There wasn't, you know, two girls and three guys. 
It was, well, you know, that's that's the assumption that people are coming to. It's a very heteronormative view of the dynamic, <laughs> honestly. Like, what about polycules, guys? Like, why aren't you considering polycules? Uh, what if all the girls are in a throuple together? Like, exactly. no one's come to that conclusion. <laughs> it's 2021. Get over it, everyone. But mostly the evidence that they're citing, it isn't even, like, forensic evidence. It's just that, like, generally the vibes are off. Like, that's what everybody who analyzes this video says is like we know he's cheating because the vibes are generally off every single human being who watched that video without exception within seconds if not milliseconds was like something is wrong it's just crazy that anyone who sees that video immediately is like there's something wrong in this room i don't know what it is but something is wrong and i mean they're already trying to capitalize off it Aren't they selling selling T-shirts, Couch Guy T-shirt, Lauren and Robbie? Yeah, they are indeed selling Couch Guy T-shirts um, for $25, which is way too much, in too my much opinion. Too much for a, a meme shirt. Robbie was not on TikTok prior to this, but apparently Lauren, you know, had a convo with Robbie being like, listen, like, I'm getting absolutely roasted in my comments. Like, you need to go on TikTok and you need to, like, defend me. And so he put up this video where he says, Couch Guy here, you're welcome for getting you off berries and cream TikTok, but remember, not everything is true crime. Don't be a parasocial creep. Go get some fresh air. Which, honestly, fa- like, absolutely is spot on. Like, yeah. he, he is right. <laughs> and for Lauren's part, like, a lot of her videos have been a mix of, like, being annoyed that's continued for so long, right? Which is, like, natural. Like, you have suddenly become the obsession of millions of people on TikTok who are like zooming in and basically telling you that you need to leave your boyfriend. So it's been a little bit of annoyance. Otherwise she's gotten back to like regular TikTok content for her life. Um, and her and Robbie have posted some videos together. They posted some, you know, couple videos to further prove people wrong. And even the friends have gotten involved. Like the friends have posted videos. Like some of the girls on the couch were like, no, I'm in a relationship. Like they've, they've denied anything is happening. Um, the guy who brought Lauren into the apartment posted a video, like, you know, very indignant. And it's only made it worse. Like, people are, yeah. sti- pe- people are still speculating about this. People are still completely fired up about yeah. it. They think Lauren is completely in denial. Um, and they frame it as, like, like, Bessie, we're trying to help you. Like, we're trying to help you by telling you about, like, that your boyfriend is cheating on you, which is so disingenuous and yeah. such such bullshit. Like, it is straight-up bullying. It is, and it's uh, a symptom of a, a larger problem, right, mm-hmm. of people thinking that they have somehow acquired overnight and just through existing online sleuthing skills that can solve any crime, right? Like, they, like, there's a, a huge, huge number of people who think that they're very good at doing this online and now it's like playing into people's personal lives like they're over examining it and like sometimes you know like there is a lot of content people love cheating content on tiktok like i have seen so many videos where it's like um if your husband was on this delta flight at 7 p.m heading back to chicago he's cheating on you like <laughs> stuff like that like people love love that type of stuff but this is just a simple video where people have like put together so many conclusions based off of very, very minimal movements um, and added context that we simply do not have. No, and the evidence that they're citing is also ridiculous. Like, 
so many people have been like, well, why is he sitting with three girls on a couch at the same time? Like, oh, you can't sit with other people of the it's opposite college. sex. You think they have chairs? <laughs> they certainly don't. They're lucky they have a fucking couch. They're yeah, lucky. That's nice. I wish I had a couch in college. Me too. I, when I had a couch my senior year, it was like a big deal yeah. <laughs> that we had that couch. You know how many apartments I've had to be in where it was like six people on a couch because they had no chairs? That's being 18 to 22. They are honestly like they are lucky that they're not like on a futon, like limbs sprawled out like all over each other. On a like, broken futon that's like leaning over and that could break it fully at any any moment. Because there's 20 people sitting on the couch or the futon. Exactly. And, and like, that's not evidence of cheating. The fact that the fact that he passed allegedly, because I didn't even see this when I watched the video. Yeah. Like, and I've watched this video probably 500 times. Like, I, yeah. the, the, the fact that he passes over the phone to the other girl, that's not evidence of cheating either. I show yeah. people my phone all the time. Yeah. He was probably showing her a meme. He was probably showing her a meme. They were probably on TikTok. They were probably on TikTok. I, I'm so glad you agree with me on this. I was a little worried that we'd have to fight about this. Yeah, I mean, but again, like, my, my default is don't trust the boy. He's in college. Like, he's probably done some awful things anyway. His name is Robbie. Like, That's true. Like, we've all met a guy named Robbie in college. But, like, yeah. So, but I don't think this was the evidence that he's done something shitty. So I'm I, both pro and anti-Robbie in the sense that Robbie exists, so I'm anti him. Right. But... I'm, you know, I don't think that he did anything necessarily wrong in this particular video. I agree. We got our eyes on him. We got our eyes on him. I think it's good to just, you know, assume guilt when you're talking about a straight man in general. Yes. Um, You know, just, just, you know. Guilty until proven innocent. Exactly. That's how it works. So we've decided to invite an actual body language expert because everyone has decided that they suddenly are body language experts on TikTok. Her name is Tracy Brown, and she'll be joining us now to help discuss and maybe find a new conclusion with Couch Guy. So thank you so much for joining us. And before we get started, Tracy, can you tell us how you became a body language expert? Well, I have a long history of that. The short story is that I am a hypnotist and... um, NLP practitioner, I saw clients for a lot of years and I got really good at reading what was going on for them. And I furthered my studies uh, along training alongside uh, top law enforcement like FBI and police and Green Berets. Nice. And we're going to talk more about the video, of course. But before we talk about the actual events of the video, I'm curious if there are certain telltale signs that you look for in the body language of someone who's being deceptive or lying. Right. So uh, as everybody has their own unique tell. And so it's important to compare people to themselves when it comes to deception. And um, so I'm looking for signs of stress, signs of anxiety. And it could be as uh, uh, and I'm also looking for when the body language and the words don't match up. So uh, like like you're nodding your head. Yes. Right now. Um, and if you were saying it, uh, uh like uh, like a negative or an away from statement with that, like um, uh, I would never do that. As you nod your head, mm-hmm. yes, then all of a sudden you get a mismatch in the body language and the words, and the, and you always want to start to believe the body language first. Take the words with a grain of salt. Do you see anything about our body language currently right now that because we're on Zoom, you can see us that might indicate something? 
Oh, y'all are trouble. Big trouble, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look okay. Uh, but both of you seem seem like, so far like you're congruent and aren't going to take me for a ride anywhere. So I think we're good. So, so you've watched the video um, at this point, correct? This, I have. This crazy viral video. It's, is there something, is there anything particularly suspicious about uh, Lauren's boyfriend in the video? Now, is her boyfriend the one who's on the couch? Yeah. Couch guy, yes. That's what TikTok calls him. Right. So here's what's going on. I'll tell you exactly what's going on in that video. So she comes around the corner. It takes him a minute to put her in context. And, uh, which, and that's a totally normal thing because he's not expecting her to be there. He's in some kind of conversation uh, where he's putting his full attention on the girl next to him. And you can tell that because his legs are crossed towards her and her legs are crossed towards him. So um, that happens in any, any kind of conversation that someone may be having where you're giving someone your, your attention. So th- that's not necessarily a romantic sign. Uh, here's what's interesting is the guy in the black shorts on the left is very, very anxious about things. And you can see that because he's starting to fidget around and, um, and play with his shorts. And, and um, if, if there's a telltale in this video, that would be it. Like maybe something's not quite right here. So that's, um, that's what we see. And actually it's kind of interesting because like the tell is not with, I think what people think, what, what we, what we see there is a totally normal situation that can happen between friends. It, it, there's, there's no romantic tells in there, but the, uh, the other people around are what you want to start to watch when, when you want to look for, okay, what's really going on here. And that's the same thing that I tell my clients to do uh, like, cause I work with lawyers and when they're looking to pick a jury, you, you ask one person the question and then you can see the response from everybody around. You can see if they want to connect with that person, if they get closer, if they uh, say, man, this person's crazy and they will, and they will back off. And so uh, I think we have a classic case of that here where the people around are telling the tale. It's not necessarily the people that maybe we'd look at first. I'm so glad we brought you on because it's fascinating to hear that because like no one's focused on the other people in the room. Like everyone has been um, like all the videos on TikTok have been picking apart what the guy on the couch, the couch guy is doing. Cause there's a point where like he like picks up a phone. It's, it looks like he's like grabbing a phone from the girl. And so people think that they're like, you know, exchanging their phones and everything, but no one's really, at least the videos I have, I've seen, I don't know if you've seen any EJ that, have been picking apart the people in the room, like the other, the friends. I've seen a few. It's, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier about the vibes. Like mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of comments where people have been like, look how uncomfortable everybody else mm-hmm. in the room is. And that seems to be kind of what you're saying, Tracy, is that their body language is making it clear that there's, you know, anxious or uncomfortable with, with what they're watching. Yeah. Some, something, something more is going on than what we know. Um, I think just from, just from that, the shorts guy, let's call him shorts guy, uh, just (laughs) from, from his, from his behavior. Now, is that, oh my gosh, he knew she was coming and wants to see his reaction or is, Mm. or is because, or or is he like, uh uh-oh, there's trouble brewing. Okay. So here's the deal. Body language tells you what's on someone's mind. It doesn't tell you why. 
Okay, so you, you, if, as soon as you hard judge what's going on and you label right from wrong, yes from no, and, and you want to pinpoint someone, um, there's, a, there's a huge margin of error there. What you want right. to do is put together a list of what could possibly be going on and, and dial down from there. So really what we've seen is anxiety. We don't know why. We don't know why he's anxious. Uh, could it could it be what everyone thinks? And oh, they're having an affair, and here she she walked in. Yeah, but could it be? Oh, um, you know, this could be a great surprise. Uh, yeah, it could be that as as well. I think you know, a lot, there's been a lot of instances in pop culture where people really kind of pick apart, right? Like, especially between couples, like the way that they talk, like the way they move with each other, the way they, you know, there's a fascination with how bodies are are speaking to one another and how people look together. And why do you think this particular video has sort of captured the attention of so many users on TikTok, but also has made people really examine how the body language between this couple is, is working together? You know what? That's a super interesting question. And I could come up like, okay, so because I've had people send me videos of like reuniting videos from, uh, uh, soldiers come home from war and, and surprise their girlfriend and things like that. And this one's not all that different, except that it's, uh, it, I don't think it was staged. Uh, like, like, like someone had the video, but it's not like they popped out of a box. Um, they, they didn't come around a corner or do the first pitch at a baseball game all of a sudden when they're girlfriends in the audience or things like that. So, so it's, I think it's much less staged than the average, um, reuniting video. And I think people love reality and, and they want to see what's real. And there's so many different reactions from everybody in the crowd. Like I, I would like, cause it was so short. It's such a short video that I would like to see a lot more of that. And I'm sure there is a longer video out there. It's just, you know, TikTok, um, they have to be super short. So, so there, there's more to see there and we just don't, uh, see it. And we're not, we're not going to see it unless, uh, someone wants to post that video, get brave and post the whole thing. And then I'm happy to take a closer look at it. Cause, cause, um, I think the aftermath of that, uh, we had maybe one second of that. If, even if we had 10 seconds, we could, we could know a lot more about, uh, what, the situation really is. We haven't talked about the women on the couch. Um, is there anything about their body language with Couch Guy that you've noticed? Well, I, what I noticed was the one right next to him, and she she had her legs crossed towards him. He had her legs crossed, or he had his legs crossed towards her. That was what I got from there. I didn't I didn't see anything really overt because I think there's somebody else on the couch. Um, I didn't see anything overt from her. And finally, what, what is your, a lot of people are basically telling this girl to dump her boyfriend because they have inferred from this video that they think that he's being unfaithful to her. So based on, based on this brief video and some of the conclusions, what, what is your verdict on, on the future of this young couple? Oh, um, the future of the reunited? couple. Um, <laughs> you know, at, they could go anywhere from uh, everything being fine to, hey, we need to have a real talk about what's going on and and in uh, a breakup. So, like, really, there is not enough information there. I want to know why Short Sky is so um, nervous. That's what I want to. Yeah. That's what I want to know. So yeah. So we just we just yeah. need more time on that. 
Have you dug into her, her social media presence at all? Because she's made a she's made a bunch of follow up videos with her boyfriend since then. Oh, interesting. No, if you want to send them over, I'm happy to take a look. Um, yeah, you can kind of see. See, she's smiling, and he's kind of he's a little bit deadpan, but then he laughs too. So. Um, you know, they're probably fine. No one stays together from college that, that often. Like, so, no. I, I, you know, if, if this is what we have to go off, is this going to be super long term? No, I would not yeah. do that. Thank you so much, Tracy, for your insights. Yeah, is- can, I, can I tell people how to get a hold of me or stay in touch with me? Or yeah. Anything yeah. Like that? So here, here's what you want to do. You want to text the word lies, L-I-E-S, to the number 22828. And that, what I'll do is send you videos of famous people lying. Um, and you can keep up with uh, my podcast and the new TV show that I'm working on. And, I'll, and you'll also be on my mailing list once a month. Someone is lying and I'm going to talk about it. So L-I-E-S, the word lies, to 22828. <laughs> Welcome to my favorite part of the week, where we celebrate guys being dudes who are hot. We have a double himbo of the week. Very exciting. So <laughs> this extremely too hot firefighter named Isaac Ramirez posted a pretty straightforward thirst trap video, right? He is like in like an open white shirt and like pants. And he does this thing where he like drops a boot and then it creates a transition where suddenly he's in his like very, very tight firefighter uniform. I've literally never seen a firefighter in a uniform that that tight, but they should all wear it. That should be, that should be standard. And Come and Get It by Selena Gomez is playing in the background, baiting me, love that song. And it's really, it's just a gift to all of us already, that video. But I actually found the video through a duet by a guy named Nico Swan, who does thirst trap reviews on his TikTok, which are very funny. And let's hear Nico's thoughts on my new boyfriend, Isaac. All right, guys, welcome back to Thirst Trap Review. Like the entrance so far. Nice look at the camera to connect with the audience. Beautiful transition. He's a firefighter. I ain't gonna cap. That's sexy as hell. Nobody got no beef with no firefighters. 8.6 out of 10. So the gag is that Nico is also hot. Therefore, <laughs> posting his own thirst trap merely by existing. I, I give them both a final score of 8 out of 10. Dock down a point each for not dating me. And another point for not dating each other, which I think is rude. So it is a struggle. Yeah. It's extremely rude. And I love that this particular video um, with this firefighter is just turning men gay all across TikTok. Like there are so many duets that I've seen of guys watching this video be like, oh my God, another like thirst trap. And then the second like the music kicks in, they're just like staring at him like (laughs) wide eyed. I mean, that's how, I mean, he's, he really is embarrassingly hot. One of the hottest people I've ever seen. Yes. Um, so definitely, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty rude, and also again, Nico is very hot as well. And it's like you know, if you're that hot, posting thirst trap reviews. When will you review your own thirst trap? Of posting thirst trap reviews. That's that's a wormhole that you, you may perhaps will go down <laughs> <laughs> another time. But the point of the video is basically that they're both hot, which. I respect and appreciate and admire. And, and let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate the double himbos of, of the week. Thanks so much for listening to Don't Let This Flop This Week in TikTok, brought to you by Rolling Stone and Cumulus Podcast Network. 
written and hosted by me, E.J. Dixon, and Brittany Spanos. Executive produced by Jason Fine, Bridget Chelsea, and Elizabeth Garber-Paul. Edited by Dan Stein, and original music composed by Daniel Mertzlept. See you next week. <laughs>